Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the triumphant return of the Eurovision Fast Forward. hey The show where we take a contemporary look at the Eurovision Song Contest of the future. Um, I am La Chanteuse à demi, Jonathan. Oh, no, we had to have, we had to have intros. Well, I guess we don't have to, but like, um, there isn't as much I material. I did not come up with one. I'm, fu- um, I'm Dua Lipa. I, Ellis. I'm tr- <laughs> I am a middle school kid dancing, showing off moves to his parent uh, in the middle of a pandemic, Millen. Yeah. Um, and that's right. So um, for context, we were recording this on the 19th of February. And at this point, seven songs have been chosen to participate in Eurovision this year. Uh, and I feel like if you're listening to like kind of like already know but eurovision <laughs> is happening this year yeah um whether it is it's happening in some capacity right so it's yeah. either going to be completely like virtual like on zoom whatever or it'll have like limited capacity in the arena for spectators or it will just have the artists in the arena we're not sure yet. um but it will be in rotterdam or at least um the hosts will be <laughs> at the very least <laughs> um and there are 41 participants with um, Bulgaria and Ukraine returning after an absence from the 2019 contest. And Hungary and Montenegro are uh, not participating this time around. Out of curiosity, is there any change between 2020 and 2021? No, weirdly. I thought that there would be like a lot of withdrawals. Yeah. Just because people would be like... There's a pandemic. Yeah, people are <laughs> dying. But um, yeah, no, everyone is like uh, set to perform like they were last year which is kind of shocking neat yeah yeah and also um we have a lot of artists coming back from 2020 that have already been chosen was exciting we have montaigne from australia leslie roy from ireland uh the roop from lithuania Vasil from north macedonia anna soklic from slovenia effendi from azerbaijan hoover vonik from belgium uh eden Aline from israel destiny from malta roxon from romania goa from ukraine Vincent Bueno from Austria, Benny Cristo from Czech Republic, Stefania from Greece, Dari Ogagnamagnid from yo, Iceland, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Natalia Gordienko from Moldova, Senate from San Marino, <laughs> Hurricane from Serbia. Fantastic stuff there. Uh, uh, can we talk about... We got it. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we're going to talk about we it. We got that. Uh, Hurricane <laughs> from Serbia, Victoria from Bulgaria, Tornika Kipiani from Georgia, Samantha Tina from Latvia, Gion's Tears from Switzerland, Jiangu Macroy from Netherlands, uh, Blas Canto from Spain, and just uh, announced today, James Newman for the UK again. And fingers crossed for Little Big. There's been no word. <laughs> fingers crossed for Little Big. I feel like they're going to do it. I mean, what else Russia are they doing? confirmed they're, they're still participating, right? I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. Russia's not pulling out of the contest. Um, whether Little Big <clears throat> yes, is that, That's what I meant. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, there have been, looking at these songs, there have been, I think, six national, or no, five national finals and two internal selections so far. The songs we have are Discotech by The Roop from Lithuania, TikTok by Albina from Croatia, Set Me Free by Eden Aline from Israel, Shum by Goa from Ukraine, Oh My Ga by Benny Christo oh from Czechia. I uh, just got that. <laughs> Even after listening to the song. <laughs> I listened to the song twice because I was like, I've never, I never heard the word Omega in there. <laughs> Me too. I thought like when I, the, the song title was loose before the song. So I was like, oh, is that just like the Czech version of Omega? But no, it's Oh My Ga. 
Um, we also have Karma by Angela Peristeri and Voila by Barbara Pravi. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, some national finals that are going on right now are... We're in the thick of Melfest for Sweden. Um, oh, what I, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts. Um, in the thick of Melfest. Well, we, Shut your sentence. We are in the thick of it. Um, and not going to lie, I'm not that impressed. Um, I've listened to the, some of the songs. A lot of them are not really for me. Um, I like... Um, oh, the Rain Around My Ding Dong song was kind of fun. Do you remember that? How we were talking about that? (laughs) 2021's version of the Ding Dong Eurovision song. This is the Ding Dong song of the year. Um, It's by two uh, elderly, like, Swedish comedians. It's fun. It's fun. Um, Yeah, I, 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 you are certainly more tuned into the national. Right. um, Yeah, but just like in general, I don't think that we found the winner of Melfest yet. I think it's going to be the Mamas again, the, the, the group that won Melfest last year and was the backing vocalist for the guy from 2019 do you remember that oh right yeah 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 the the gospel the gospel ladies yeah. yeah so they have their semi-final hasn't happened yet i i have a feeling they're gonna win just because like the rest of these songs are not <laughs> they're not bad but they're they're i don't really see a winner yet yeah except maybe daughter to say but you know we'll see yeah um and sc lyle is happening for estonia i haven't listened to many of the songs I do recommend um, one of the songs is by a band called Gramophone, which is like one of the that's many. Incredibly druggy. Oh well, like maybe. Gramophone. Oh, that's probably what it is, Milan. Or you, but um, <laughs> could take a gram of DNT, DM Gramophone. Listen, phone. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah, but um, they're one of the many like '80s throwback songs this year, and this one's actually good. Oh, so I would recommend that there's one eighties throwback song in a national final that I really hate that I'll talk about later. Oh boy. But, um, yeah. Cause I, I we're going to talk about Finland and Norway too. Cause they're choosing their songs tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, we should get into the songs. I've been talking enough already. So yeah. how we're going to do this is that we're going to go around the table. Each of us has made a ranking of the seven songs we have so far. And we're going to start in, we're going bottom up or top down bottom up. I think that, Okay, so um, who wants to give their ranking first? Um, I can I can give mine first, uh, Ellis, to give you a little bit more time if you need it. Oh, I, I I've got a list. I've got a list. Okay. Um, but by well, all means, go ahead. <laughs> wonderful. Uh, I I had I'll be honest. Out of these seven, I actually liked most of them. Um, which you know, it's a good crowd to stand in. I think it's a promising. Uh, a sample of the Eurovision to come. I fully um, agree with you. Same, same, same. Yeah, there were there were some songs that I didn't love, um, and some songs that were kind of boring. So when I say that you know the song is in my last place, it doesn't mean it's it's bad. I yeah, still enjoyed it. It's in the last place out of a only seven songs and b a pretty decent mm-hmm. seven. Yeah, um, but I actually had both Albania and Croatia tied for seven. I, I felt that yeah I couldn't I couldn't decide which one was uh, better between them so I decided to stick them both in that last place spot um, and then jumping up to number five I had uh, Czech Republic uh, Benny Christo's Oh my God <laughs> Oh my God um, number four for me was France uh, Voila I thought that was pretty fun pretty interesting. Um, but did did suffer some flaws in places. Uh, and then my top three, 
all of them I immediately added to my playlist. They're all very good. Um, number three, Lithuania. Very excited that we have a good showing from Lithuania finally yes. because yeah. all of the all of the contests that we've covered so far, uh, Lithuania has been bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yep. Time to break out the celebratory um, Kolduna and Sheppelin, which I, I'm sure I've butchered the pronunciation. My apologies to any actual Lithuanians, but... I mean, this song, this song is good. This song is like eerie club music almost. We'll get into it more. Um, I I loved how off-putting it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, number two for me uh, was Ukraine. Um, I love the music video. I don't know if you watch that or just listen to the audio for it. Um, I watched the music but I video. The, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, love the, I thought the music video was creative. Um, I thought that it was different enough from their previous entrance or yeah entry last year with solove um Mm. well kind of keeping similarities that made it feel familiar i thought it was really well made uh and then for me number one was israel absolute banger of a song wonderful production very creative um composition uh her voice is amazing i loved i loved her entry last year great stuff all right um i can go next so uh in seventh place i also have albania um yeah i'll just go through the the list and yeah so okay anyway so um sixth place i had czechia fifth place croatia fourth place israel third place lithuania second place ukraine first place france Mm. Mm. (laughs) so we you just swapped my israel and france yeah, I think we have the exact same list. Except, oh, also, I That's put I put um, Croatia higher than Czech Republic. Pretty similar though. Uh oh oh okay okay never mind I misheard that. Uh uh yeah I think we uh as we know Ellis is not a fan of ballads and so to wit I have Albanian French tied in last place. Oh <laughs> dang really. Um and then above that I have Czechia. I didn't think it sounded like a song. We'll get there. Above that, I had Lithuania. I am deeply excited to be positive about a Lithuanian song, uh, and it will grow on me, and I think that this version that poorly ends. Um, and then above that, I have Croatia and Israel in a tie. I think Croatia might loosely edge out Israel, but specifically because of the change in the Israeli song, which we will talk about. And then in first, I have Ukraine, um, and I, I don't think it ticks you close, we'll say. Uh, that's, that's my lineup. all right so um why don't we go through them in the order that they were um selected so the first song that we that was selected this year was in december and it was albania Uh, i think we kind of agree on on this one so it'll be good to start with yeah all right so um yeah so albania's song was chosen on the 23rd of december 2020 uh at festival e kungus 59 and the winner was angela peristeri with karma Sina pra makis nas tuas Lerd noche sinha e toia Cheche si ema curtir um coia E paspirt vetam vetam doia su Sodino patal podem 
Brief shout out to the fact that her name is Angela, spelled with an X. That's pretty cool. That's pretty like, punk rock. Instead, <laughs> my mom could never. <laughs> yeah, because that's how I describe this song: punk rock. And your my mom could never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I. So I'm gonna say it. The biggest issue I had was the pacing. Because, like, you know, I don't mind a ballad. I like a ballad. But... Yeah. As evidenced by the fact that you've got France on your number one. Right, but so, and I wanted to like this one because I sort of knew that, I don't know, Albania is sometimes underrated and I like Albania and I like the yeah. types of ballads that Albania tends to send. I don't know, I feel like every different section of the song, like there was an intro, there was like, well like in addition to that there was like a chorus and like all the other parts of like a normal pop song. But every single part of the song felt so disparate just because the pacing, like I found that it like would get faster and would lead up to a certain point and then it would just get slower and lose all the momentum and just also parts of um the production were like i thought that the instrumentation was kind of strange and there were certain parts that felt a little hollow and that should have been like fuller yeah i think it's always weird um like just eurovision songs have a tendency to sound wildly different depending on the setting like like soldi from 2019 the live version of that song is so much better than the recorded one and like not even close and so like it's always like a question of okay well is it gonna sound better on the big stage or whatever yeah i mean this one it doesn't have that much going on for it really it's one of those songs where it's like this is a perfectly serviceable unit of music um but most things at eurovision are perfectly serviceable units. so this is like the classic Oh yeah, Albania needed to submit an entry this year, and so here it is, and it's not going to win, and it's not going to lose, um, mm. which is like it's fine, and Eurovision needs that. Be, like that's one of the core tenets of Eurovision that you gotta you're gonna have some songs that aren't going to win because there's 41 entries and 40 of them aren't going to win. Mm -hmm. It's not that exciting to talk about, particularly in the lead up of like, oh, we can get all excited about this song's going to win, this song's going to win, this song's going to win, and this song is going to be there. Yeah. What do you think of Melon? I'm I'm with you on this. There's kind of been a general sentiment of uh, like wishy-washiness almost. Mm, yeah, that's <laughs> a good word Both towards to the song and I think in the song itself, like Jonathan, like you were saying, it has these different disparate parts, um, which some of them lean in towards the ballad. Some of them try and uh, bring up the energy, you know, bring up the tempo a little bit, add some more, um, add some more like kick to it with the with a wider drumming section i guess and it feels like they're trying to walk a line between styles of music which leaves it lacking in both directions and i yeah. yeah 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 i um ellis to your point about the recording and kind of how it'll do i felt that this one sounded like a demo recording almost like it, it wasn't quite yeah. polished yeah it totally so i don't know if that was just a problem with the recording quality or something like that but something the, there was not you know this was not high-end production i think um and as we'll get into there's just a, like a better ballad type song um, yeah that if we're going to uh, classify this as a ballad so is this is definitely going to be one of the filler pieces it's not going to it doesn't stand much of a chance um and I, I honestly i think that's a shame because she's got a she's got a um 
a nice voice with a nice like there's good ideas in this song but it doesn't do a good job of building on those ideas and kind of exploring them fully yeah i agree and i never i um i didn't say what i liked about it and i i do like the ideas that this song has i think the problem is that they're because at the beginning (laughs) it starts out as like there's this weird like kind of like rock moment and then most of the rest of the song is like a pseudo r&b kind of thing and then the chorus is just like straight up balkan ballad and I guess having all those things in one song isn't necessarily bad, but um, the cohesion wasn't really there for me. And um, and that's kind of, yeah, that was the problem that I had, even if I liked a lot of the parts, but I just took the whole. Yeah. So I know it's absurdly early to be doing things like this, but do you think that, how do you think this one might do? Do you think it'll qualify? This one is a... God, I forgot about qualifiers. Yeah. Right. Because this, so this song is going to be performing in the second half of semifinal two. Um... That's quite a ways into things. I don't know. I don't know if it'll have the legs to stand on by that point yeah, in terms of like the public point. attention. Oh, also, um, I'm looking at what is in the first half, and we have San Marino, oh, Iceland, oh, um, Czech Republic. Oh, it's not qualifying of that. I'll tell you. And, yeah, this is. And like Serbia, like Hurricane, they're like like a girl group, like pop girl group. Um, Vincent Bueno is kind of like a. I don't know how to describe him, but like kind of like Bruno Mars, kind of like <laughs> easy listening pop. So I yeah, think that yeah, yeah. I, I all of this is to say, I think it'll be difficult for it to stand out. You make a very good point, Melon. Yeah. I mean, the, if it does get in, I don't think it'll be at the bottom. I think it'll be in the middle, but I don't think it has much of an opportunity to yeah. get in. Now, there, there's always one or two of these. There's always like one that's just a better version of the rest of them. Yeah, and they're they always like one of them's gonna get like fifth, and then the rest of them are gonna be in the middle, and the one that's gonna get fifth is probably gonna be France. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, you seem very that seemed aggressive. No, I mean like France is gonna fill like the Sergei Lazarev spot of like. I don't like that comparison at all. <laughs> no, but, like Scream got third. I know. Like there, there's always a high performing ballad, and then the right. other ballads that aren't right, right, as right. good as the high perform. Okay. Um, also, in the second half of uh, that semifinal is Switzerland and Bulgaria, which we know are going to be heavy hitters. Also, like I think Finland is going to stand out this year too if they make the right decision. So, <laughs> I think this is a tough semifinal, and um, I don't. Do you know? Do you know who's up for selection in Finland? Like. Yeah, um, all all yeah. the songs have been released. Um, I think the favorite to win right now is um, "Dark Side" by Blind Channel, which like they're like a good name. Yeah, they're like a like pseudo like new metal like. Oh well, okay, no, but like on a scale from uh, how do I who's it? It's new metal is kind of the wrong word. It's very like um, pierce the veil, mm, but yeah, there you go. But more like uh, mainstream pop accessible. So. On a, uh, how how Rina Samayawai are we talking? Not very. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I think Rina Samayama stands in a class of her own there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. hard to make comparisons. Um, yeah, yeah. And if they make the wrong choice, which will be "I Love You" by the Teflon Brothers featuring Pandora, mm. the chorus of which consists just of <laughs> "I Love You." I love you one hundred percent. Yes, I uh, do. Yeah. Um. That's like the eighties themed ballad that I kind of hate. Cool. And people like that one, it seems. So if they choose that, I think that'll have a hard time qualifying. But if they make a different choice, also Laura from Estonia is trying to represent. Anyway, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, so this is extremely 
long-winded way of saying if we can make such predictions i don't think that albania has the stuff to make it this year yep all right so assuming yeah, have... Oops, i'm not sorry. i'm not mad at that yeah and it's like not written in stone either so i mean maybe she'll like turn it out on stage or maybe they'll like revamp the song who knows we're keeping it that up is in mind. true do you know if they're i guess we've covered like last minute changes in the past right um but that's usually like a shift in you know the full song they're at the last minute just changing the song entirely do you know if they're allowed to kind of edit and tweak uh as they go into things maybe rewrite sections yeah they are that happens a lot and actually um ukraine's gonna have to do that because their song is too long right now oh yeah because i saw oh, that and yeah. i was like oh did they get rid of the three minute rule and i was very excited no their song is too long and also disappointing. it like contains like uh some like some like folk music thing that uh is copyrighted oh so they oh, have what wait how many is the folk music copyrighted <laughs> i don't really know but i know that there's a part that they have to edit out bah um, so the second song that was chosen was Set Me Free by Eden from Israel. It was chosen at Hashir Shelanu Lorovision on the 25th of January of this year. Take a look what we become. It's been so long. Getting you out of my life. I feel so strong. Set me free. Feel my beat and heart in To spoil, or not to spoil, but to explain myself, this is why I cited Dua Lipa for my intro. Yes. Because this sounds, this, this would not be too far out of place on Fusion Nostalgia. Right, this is another song that we're going to get to later. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is kind of really cool. It's good. It's good. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Except for the key change. The Whoever... key change needs to get the fuck out of here. The rest that of the song is, is really true. good. <laughs> Despite okay. even with that key change in it, I I really liked it enough yeah. to put it in first place. It's got some meaty bass. I know it does, but can I can I express my concerns? Uh, yes, by all means. I just think it's a little basic. I think it's a little Come bit. Come on. Okay, but what? let me. But like compared what? to Benny Cristo. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Okay, this is way better than that. But like, I just think that I, I think that's just like in this like sea of like. 70s funk inspired music that is popular now thanks to Dua Lipa. I just think that this seems a little bit derivative. Oh, I mean it absolutely is, but I'm also and, and like, I under and I understand that. I, I think disagree. I'm agree. Okay, but I I'm just I think I'm just a little bit harsh on this just because I really loved um, Fekker Labee and the song that uh, and and Roots, which is the song that um, was in the second chance contest. second chance contest. Those were so good. I thought they were so unique and allowed her to kind of like perform the best she could but then 
I feel like you have those songs, which were like super contemporary, but also had like really interesting elements of, um, you know, like culture in them. But this is just kind of a basic pop song, which is fine. And like, I it's, disagree. And it's fun. I absolutely disagree. But okay, I would. Why don't you think that this is a song that you could hear on the radio? Oh no, no, I don't. I think it is, but I don't. I think you're overlooking kind of those elements of uh, fusion and integration in a way because that's one of the things that i credited this song for the most is like it takes a whole bunch of these ideas um in the beginning there's this string section which kind of sounds uh it it almost it like evokes the imagery of that kind of exotic east um which i usually have a problem with at eurovision but it doesn't it doesn't exploit itself in that way like it kind of creates this feeling of, okay, this is not just a pop song. Like there's some more to it going on. Um, and then I think it runs with that thread and samples uh, styles or, or, you know, even certain like licks or um, bars. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> From different genres and different uh, songs in particular. Like there's this uh bass line around the halfway mark on i think it's on the drums that sounds like something out of a bad bunny song oh. um, <laughs> and yeah, then no, there's it, i i did i was thinking about this because i was listening to, let's take out my trash earlier, but i was like walking out to the trash can bopping listening to this sorry that is completely irrelevant to the point i'm about to make i don't know why i brought it up <laughs> but i was thinking like it's like if dua lipa collabed with a chameleon yeah and I think that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> when you said a chameleon like, and Millen said, yeah, I was like, is that like a rapper? I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Just like, just kind of like shifting. Because right. this song, it has a lot of those like refined disco elements, like refined 2020 disco elements. But it also, mm. like you're right, Millen, like it, it brings in a sort of, it it brings in your boom, ba dum ba sort of beat in the middle. It shifts a lot, shifts around a couple times, has a goddamn key. Dude, there's a... Oh, that is my one fault with this song. It felt so that. forced. It the felt so awful. forced at the end. It was it was so obvious. It was not handled gracefully, that key change. But there's there's enough interesting kind of minor components in this song that it makes it up for me happily. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I think I'm just a little bit um sour on this one just because I had really high expectations for her and I mean I I feel like you can't say that this is better or just as good as either of the songs that she had last year. I think it's better than the one that was in Eurovision, but not as good what? as Root. I don't agree with that personally. Okay. But um, <laughs> I think I think they're different. I think it shows that she has range. She's got, you know, she can do maybe not it all, but she can do a lot of it. Um, well, I think that this will just also, do worse also, at Eurovision. Oh, interesting. Because I feel like this I is less. Think so. I think this is more forgettable than something like Roots, you know? Roots, Roots is a banger. It doesn't make as high impact. I'm not saying it's worse, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Or I am saying it's worse. I feel but like, like this yeah. is the song, I feel like this is the kind of song that may not do too well in the moment, but like, it'll stick with you and then you'll be kind of singing it to yourself, you know, a couple uh -huh. of days later without really thinking about it. Like, it's that kind of, it's catchy, but not without being like overbearing and poppy in a way. It's mm -hmm. certainly, yeah, I I see where you're coming from, Jonathan. Um, but listening to this song and kind of giving it that deeper listen 
was really fun to me to just kind of be able to hear and pick out all the little tiny details. Yeah. Yeah. And like in contrast to the song we just talked about from Albania, this seems like a really full and complete production. Whereas that is that is very oh, yeah. true, yeah. which is really important because, yeah. like we said, the Albanian one seemed like a demo because it seemed kind of barren. Yeah. Um, the, 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 there is some lovely thick bass on this. Oh yes. Um, so we kind of referenced it a little bit earlier, but um, how do you think this one might fare in the contest? Uh, let me see when it's, oh, so it's performing in the second half of a semifinal one. I mean, I don't see any way that this doesn't qualify um i will we'll have to wait for the rest of the field yeah. but i thought this was a bop it was good even though Len has shown in the past that she's good yeah. um people will remember that from last year too and like i i think this qualifies and does above average in the actual i i think that just like at this stage and like the amount of songs that we have i don't feel comfortable saying that this will definitely qualify i think it's likely yeah, yeah. it's likely though i mean yeah that's because also like a lot of times like we have like Going into Eurovision, like a huge question is like, oh, is this going to translate well to the stage? Can the artist actually perform this live? And we know that Eden is like an incredible performer already, so that's gonna, I think that's gonna be really good. And I don't see her not giving a great performance of this. And it's not a bad song. I like it a lot. So I mean, I, I and I think that it's accessible enough, but also like interesting enough, and she'll do a good job. I think it should qualify. And in general, I think that Semi One's going to be a little bit weaker. So yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think this will. I would be disappointed if this did not qualify. Uh, that's all I have to say on it. Oh, actually, no. One more thing. This is, I guess, it's not the first in the order that we watched it, but it's the first song that we've talked about. Um, the kind of notes towards uh, a trend in the rest of them, which I hope continues throughout the rest of Eurovision, which is uh, getting a, a line or a lyric um, in a native language. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost, yeah the Albanian one all was. of them that was all in Albania which is cool I like Albanian, that yeah. and if they translate it to English it's going to be awful <laughs> and Albania sometimes does that and that cannot happen this year Oof. but sorry Milan I yeah sorry I, we continue. cut you off oh no no that's okay like it starts at Croatia and continues all the way through um all of these all of these songs are are mostly English with uh you know either either a chorus or a section that's in a non-English language. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm assuming it's all, all the native. So far, at least, it's all the native languages. Mm -hmm. uh, the Hebrew in this is really cool. Unless the, yeah, the French yeah. song in Estonia gets chosen. Wait, what? Oh, wait, was it not there in France? In the French? No, no, no he's saying was. that Estonia has a French has a song submitted in French. Yes. Oh, okay. Dear Lord. Okay, they might I not choose. They're, prob they're probably not going to choose it, but they oh, could. <laughs> fascinating. Um, in the context... Oh, sorry. Oh, oh that's okay. I was just going to say that I like that. I personally like it better when a song is performed fully in in that language. But I do I do like that we're seeing the beginnings of a trend here um, with kind of that that blend of lyrics and language. So I said that I think that this would qualify in the final, though. I feel like this will probably do kind of middling, just because I think that I mean not to cause controversy again, but I think it's kind of a lower impact song compared to other songs that I think might be in the final. So I don't know if it'll do spectacularly, but I could see like a mid table result in the final, which is too bad because I like her and I like the song a lot. But I mean that's kind of the way it is for songs like. All right, so the third song that was chosen was I'm not ready to talk about this. This it is a uh, voila from France. It was chosen at the longest title for a national selection. Eurovision France, c'est vous qui décidez. 
on oh, ouais. the 30th <laughs> on the 30th of January of this year c'est moi qui décide it's vous yes um c'est nous qui décide yeah that's that's ouais. the yes i'm a french major <laughs> <laughs> um but um yes So I'm just not ready to. I'm not ready for y'all to like tarnish this song. Um, so I really like this one. I think that an apt comparison is to Salvador Sobral's song from 2017. I think it's kind of That's like. That's a bold. Vision. I know that it is. is. I know it is. I think that you got you got legs to defend that one. Yes, because <laughs> I think that they do very similar things in the sense that they are ballads that in, like involve traditional sounds of their culture's music while also telling a really nice story. They're obviously different because the song's a lot sadder and has a different tone and the staging was different and things like that. But um, I think that they were both really high impact, beautiful songs that whose meaning kind of transcends language in a way. Um, in terms of the performance itself, I just thought it was really cinematic and artistic. And maybe it was kind of like too dramatic, but I thought it all worked really well together. And I think that Ballads sometimes have a pacing issue where it's all kind of one note, but like I think that the song has like peaks and valleys and like even like the tempo at the end changes and like speeds up and it kind of like turns into this like sort of like spinning frenzy sort of sound. And I think this song has real potential because I think it's really beautiful, really soulful. She has a lot of conviction, but also it's very high impact. And if this staging that they had in France is it all similar to the staging that they'll have in Rotterdam, I think that people at home will like this. They'll want to vote for it. And I think that juries will love this. The staging is real. Um, and also, well, sorry. We're at the exact opposite end of the scale. Wait, can yeah. I just say one more thing? Yeah, go for it. This oh, yeah, isn't like a it. huge vocal range song, but she has to, but she has like such control over her voice. And I forget what song we were talking about, but there was a song recently on one of the rewinds where there was a lot of like controlled getting out of control. Oh, it if was that... like Monaco 7 or something. It was like... Oh, it was like one of the... F yes. One of the dudes... Oh, yeah. Monaco 62, I think. Yeah. It was... Yeah. Um, um, it was... Sorry. My brain stopped working. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I think that this also... The song also requires a lot of like skill and restraint from the vocalists. And I don't want that to be ignored. So, um, yeah. Ellis, what? why is this your last place? I just don't care for it. Like I can't, I can't. So, I mean, that's valid, but also like that's. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I can't disagree with anything you've said. I do agree that it is better than Albania, certainly. Um, it's a good performance. It's good. They don't care for it. It's just I respect not, that. Like, <laughs> I, it'll do much better than I have it ranked, but there are more songs in this competition that I like more, that I have significantly more enjoyable times listening to. Um, that is fair. Yep. <laughs> that is my analysis. Sorry, I can't give you that much more. I just, it's, not, it's not my jam. It's not my jam. And that is okay. <laughs> um, Jonathan, I definitely hit on some of the, the notes that you liked about it. I'll just read from what I wrote um, really quick. I think this has a beautiful chaotic degradation to her singing while maintaining her vocal tone. Yes. The song okay. feels like it's Damn. falling apart. Yeah, the song still feels like it's falling apart as we listen, and it's obviously written and composed very well. Um, I, yeah, I think it has got a lot of emotion behind it that really, you know, translates perfectly, like you were saying, Jonathan, regardless of a language. Um, I do, I do think there are some flaws, though. I think it starts off a little bit too slow, and then it kind of it builds exponentially, so most of what you remember is like the last, you know, 45 seconds instead of the first half of the song, really. Um, and I also think that uh, it doesn't do much sonically, I guess. Like, it, it, it's got a lot going for it temporally, but there's not much uh, kind of novelty in the backing instrumentals. It's, it's, uh, it's more well-produced than Albania's, for sure, but it has that similar level of emptiness in a sense. And I think, I think that could work really well um, at either end of it, you know, but I, I would like to see some change across, uh, across the duration of the song. So it either ends with this very chaotic, fast paced vocal instrumental that feels really full and overwhelming and starts off empty or the exact opposite. Like it has this barren instrumental um, to kind of counter and isolate the vocal uh, and really make that part shine. And as is, it kind of sticks to the same tone and the same richness um, throughout the entire song. And I feel like that actually uh, does it a detriment. Are you saying that it's like one note? Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm saying that specifically the instrumentals are one note even though they get faster they don't there's no like development there i think there is though because i mean like i was saying the and even you said like the song kind of like unravels more and more and more as it goes on so i think that and you said it starts off really slow and then towards the end it kind of becomes this sort of like beautiful contained chaos so i mean i don't think that i think it's fair to say that certain aspects like i feel like one note at least for me isn't the best way to describe it but i think I don't know. Does that make sense? I guess I guess it's not one note, but kind of the the things that you touched on, that you you quoted me touching on as well, are more kind of they have to do with like time and pacing, and I think this song is beautifully paced. Um, but just as far as uh, you know, kind of the actual man, I don't quite know how to describe it. It's a good thing I'm taking this class on how to uh, write about listening to music. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. I feel like just sonically, like if it were to keep the same pace over over the whole time, then you would feel like, oh, wow, these instrumentals do nothing, you know? And I think that the, the pacing saves it in that regard, 
but even then i think that uh whoever you know i think the composition could do with a little bit more like i said i didn't i didn't dislike any of these songs really and this only fourth because there were three songs that were better than it in my opinion i still really liked it so in that regard it's it's not like a harsh critique of of the composition it's just a if i personally were writing this song that's how i would that's that's what i would think fits better if that makes any sense that does make sense um so yeah i think it's interesting because we all have this ranked at different places but i think we pretty much see eye to eye on it in terms of like is yeah i think like we view it objectively the same way it's just our personal preferences differ yeah is the sense that i'm getting i think that is yeah, that's definitely yeah. going to qualify. Oh, well, I mean, isn't it's, it one it's, of the automatic qualifiers? Yeah, France yeah. qualified. I'm a little worried about it just because, in general, France tends to underperform, and or at least in the past like ten years or so. And also, they don't aren't the best with staging. Like, uh, this, to be fair, this staging was pretty good. It wasn't. It was really simple, so it's hard to fuck up. But like, yeah. I don't know. There have been songs that France has had in like the past like five years that like in the lead up to the contest, everyone was like, oh, this is easy top five. But then the staging was bad and it ended up like underperforming. So I don't know. Um, I want to say it has the potential to win. And I think it does. But I am not sure if it will. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when I'm personally very much uh, a waiting for Iceland, B (laughs) waiting for Russia. not that I think Little Big would win Eurovision, but they would win your heart. Um, but I do think this is going to be the highest placing of the ballad types for the year. Up there. I think it's going to be a battle between uh, France and Switzerland this year. Oh. Do you remember the Switzerland? Do we know what the what the leading uh, song is so far for Switzerland? We don't. There, there's no selection. They're choosing it internally. But um, last year, like, Switzerland was one of the favorites to win and it was like a french language ballad so is estonia pulling a switzerland now (laughs) (laughs) maybe um but so i guess one of two things could happen where like switzerland does their thing and it's pretty much the same as france but not as good or they're both very good and they kind of just have to one will probably steal the spotlight of the other so hard to predict but um yeah i think that france is an exceptional ballad and it would take a lot to kind of steal its thunder all right, so the fourth song that was chosen was Ukraine. Um, it, oh, we're just going in with the heavy hitters one after another. We are going with the heavy boom, hitters. Boom, uh, boom. The song was internally selected, and uh, it was released in like uh, November, I think, but it was like announced as the participant for Ukraine at Eurovision on the 4th of February.
Yo, this is a banger. This is a banger. It's really good. <laughs> this is killer. Like, this is really good. I, like, we, um, this, so this is the same band that represented uh, Ukraine last year. Right, right, right. And they're called Goa. Go underscore A. I might be pronounced differently, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and my, at least, association with Goa is, well, A, the Indian state, but B, there's a, a, a style of trance music that came out of Goa in the 90s <laughs> um, that for a long time is referred to as Goa trance, and then is the kind of the genesis for Psytrance, which is psychedelic trance, which is fucking sick. Um, and I was kind of disappointed last year because I was like, oh, what's this? A band called Goa? Psytrance at Eurovision? Yes, please. And then they didn't so much do that and did their own thing, which was like still cool. Uh, but it was A, not nearly as good as this new, and B, this new one is not Psytrance, but it kind of sounds like it could be. Like, this is giving me not insignificant infected mushroom vibes. Um, this is really cool. I like this song a lot. Yeah, I think that um, it's funny that we're doing this one after France because I think that this one similarly kind of like unravels and becomes more chaotic as yeah, the end, it, as it gets to the end, but in like such a different way. It does it a couple times throughout the song. Like it, 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 it goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, and that's actually a really good point because we were, when we were talking about Albania, we were like, oh, like it keeps like losing momentum and like the pacing is weird, but like this is so well produced that like the transitions are very smooth. So it doesn't seem disparate. It just seems like it's a song that has a lot of different ideas, and the ideas are well executed in this case. And I think it's a bop, and it's a banger. And um, the expectation this year was high, just because Solove, the song that they had last year, was really good. And I think that this is better. This is better. This is better. I, this is way better. I think yeah. that this is more like actually the type of music that they do, and it doesn't seem like as like sanitized for Eurovision that I felt that Solove might have been a little bit ironic given the music video. Uh, yeah. But um yeah, this is just like unbridled, pure, like Eastern European folk electro rock uh amazing. Is this absolutely um Ellis, I, I also noted the trance elements, especially in the background, because I felt like this song lasted for like half an hour in a really good way. Like I felt like I got yeah, lost same. into it. Yeah. Um, and at first I was actually worried that it would be uh, too much like Solo V from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's definitely similarities in writing. Uh, and it started off with a same, uh, feel. And then I don't, I don't know what kicked in exactly, but like all of a sudden the scope of the song just shot into the stratosphere and it felt like this is like, it felt like I was at a music concert yeah um, no the like the last the last section of it because we kind of do our our ooh get a little hype we do that twice and then there's a a longer breakdown that's instrumental it's got the guitar it's got a lovely tin whistle bit and then it just drops it's got in. a jaw harp thing yeah it's got yeah a jaw harp. and then the last one drops in and kicks up the tempo and sounds like industrial and german and really cool and it's just like oh this is a this is how you do a fucking climax. Really good song. Yeah, I I think that um, getting it down to three minutes won't actually be that bad. Um, no, because there's the long held note at the end, right? Oh, yeah, that cuts yeah. off six seconds. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and I think that people have like made like three minute edits of the song, like unofficial ones. And I, I haven't listened to them, <laughs> but I've heard that they're like 
pretty good and like keep true to the song so that's good yeah. i don't think that it's gonna be like like getting down to three minutes i don't think will ruin the song by any means yeah and then to be perfectly honest i would not mind an eight minute oh that would be a vibe i think that would be that could be really good oh my god that is the exact same thing i said hey <laughs> yeah it feels at points like this song is the only one i've been listening to for an hour i'd love yeah. an eight minute version of this yeah <laughs> this is so good like it i i mentioned infected mushroom earlier um they're worth checking out if you like this like they they, they did their israeli rock psytrance stuff that's pretty cool and it also at various points was giving me gasafelstein vibes um long story short this is killer this is really good i like this song a lot yeah and this is performing in the second half of semifinal one i think that this is qualifying like like full stop this i don't see this not qualifying because it's also it's it's unique it, like, it's the full package i it yeah th like this isn't gonna end up in a similar situation as albania or israel might in which case they get squeezed out by similar better songs because mm -hmm. like there's maybe gonna be like two songs at any given eurovision that are anywhere close to this sort of style mm -hmm. and this is a really like this is yeah that's one of the things that i credited goa for with last year's entry is it it was like no, maybe not the same level as uh iceland in 2019 i mean nothing oh uh, you right never <laughs> mind yeah i thought you were talking about daddy prayer no 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 you're talking um, about uh, hot hatred will yeah 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 uh, hate will prevail um but uh it, it was not like it wasn't the same type of unique but it was a sound that i had never heard before in eurovision um and when eurovision does something new i think we all have to be very appreciative <laughs> yeah 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 oh and speaking of new this is kind of off topic but i think that these a lot of these songs are like quite contemporary more so than most eurovision songs are yeah because like 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 even israel's which we were criticizing for being a little bit derivative is at least derivative of music the that... best album of last year right like or, well it's not the best album of last year because the avalanches album and the fiona apple album both oh, came out last year so but good the best <laughs> pure pop album of last year. like it's not that far behind in the grand scheme of things right and i mean like the weekend did the super bowl halftime performance like it and he and his sound is very much based on like you know like yeah, like he's... throwback like 70s 80s like yeah particularly particular right stuff now. yeah so i think that sound is very current which i think is funny because like it's a currentness that is accessible to Eurovision because it's a sound that's already existed before. <laughs> so yeah. it's not like it's like, oh, what's this? It's like, oh, we know what like 70s like funk, like synth 80s stuff is. But um, yeah, this is this is definitely more unique. This is really cool. Oh, for sure. Um, in terms of how I think it will do in the final, I don't know if I could see this one winning. I think it's it could very easily get top down, though. Yeah, um, it is a little bit. It doesn't go down as smoothly. It's a little too frenetic. Yeah. To be like a winner. It, it's a little bit too much of a... It's a little bit grating to be a winner. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Which I... Uh, I was going to say he says wearing a 100 Gex shirt, but I'm not wearing it right now. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I don't see that as a bad thing, but Eurovision. Millen, do you have thoughts about how this one might do? I don't know where it'll place. Th this might be the Lou Memorial. Uh, no. Ellis overrates it. But that would be I, so sad. I hope it does well. Don't like, you speak that evil on. <laughs> I, 
I I appreciate it. I think it's really uh, like we've all said, unique to Eurovision. I think it deserves um, a lot of recognition. Uh, if there's any jury vote in 2021, hopefully they'll give it some big ups, although they might not. Um, but yeah, I think it is it is a little bit hard to swallow. But then again, so was Iceland in 2019. Right, and that got top ten. Yeah. It, yeah. It. Yeah. It's hard to predict either. This is also better. Um. Yeah. I wouldn't maybe go that far. <laughs> They're so different. It's hard to compare them. Um. But yeah, I think that is it on Ukraine. The fifth song that was chosen was Lithuania, and it was uh, "Disco Tech" by the Roop, which was chosen on the sixth of February at Pabandom Ish No 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 Yo. Yeah. 
Uh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Up Tropican, man. <laughs> Not manscaped. Um, oh, the lawn, the lawnmower 3.0. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. If you're hearing this, hit us up. Oh, absolutely. We... Listeners, if you're hearing this, subscribe to our listeners. If you're hearing this, play Pop Tropica. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else there really is to say about this one. I just thought it was a lot of fun, and the lyrics were fun. I'm saying fun a lot. I do that literally every episode. But um, it's enjoyable, and it's eye-catching, and the choreography is fun. Cool staging, yeah. Cool staging for sure. I think that um, I'm just gonna say something right now. Some people are saying that the song could win i do not see it yeah, for this it's really like, i think th- i think it's sitting number one in betting on is it i thought or fran P- people are really into this song i don't think it can win unless oh uh uh eurovisionworld.com currently has this at second to win behind iceland makes sense um i think that this could get top 10 i don't know if i see top five for it right now and this is comparing it to like a field of seven songs so who knows but if the quality of these songs is kept for the other 34 i don't know if i see this one doing as good as people say it will yeah yeah, yeah. i'm with you okay cool i think we're, we're on the same page with lithuania and now we have two more songs the second to last we'll be talking about is croatia's so croatia chose the song tiktok by albina and it was chosen on the 13th of february 2021 at dora This one was kind of, I was, gonna, I was gonna say divisive, but not really. I think most of us had it. Someone had it pretty low, and then I had it in my top four. I have it at fifth. And, uh, I had it at number seven. Okay, never mind. But again, tied with tied with Albania. Yeah, I thought this. Um, for me personally, I listened to the studio track of this first, and I didn't like it, just because I was like, this is boring and unimpactful and all these things. But the stage show was great. Like the the pure power of. The choreography and her live performance and the visuals is what got it to fifth place for me. And the kinky gaucho. Yes, 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 yes. And the fanny packs. <laughs> I did like those. They were fun. Yes. But, um, yeah, Albina's a great performer and the choreography is great. It's probably like the best choreography of all the songs so far. Um, and yeah, I think I might have a little bit of a hard time standing out once we have all the songs, but, um, I like it. The performance is engaging and that's the that on that for me. I think this was good. I was vibing. Um, 
this is this is one of those ones where it's like it's not my favorite song by any means but it's certainly like not gonna deserve a skip when it comes on like i'm gonna it's gonna come up and i'm gonna be like oh yeah i like this song and then vibe and like be grooving out to it for a couple minutes same here same here um so i really like this thing i think the chorus is is, is very nice yeah I will the chorus say- is my favorite part what was that jonathan i was gonna real quick say um like i said i pretty much liked all these songs except for my bottom two so i mean uh, my ranking is more just like objective more than anything just because subjective objective because <laughs> i subjective wait but objective is objective is like data. injective fuck off wait what is subjective then? <laughs> subjective is i like this objective is this is Personal good. no i know it's a, it is objective oh okay because i liked all of them got not it, quite equally it. but like three to five it was kind of hard to decide but like yeah, yeah so i ranked those kind of objectively but like i really enjoyed this one is what i'm trying to say sorry yeah, um okay. mill and i interrupted you oh no that's fine um i was just gonna say i i quite like the chorus as well i felt that's where she shined the most in terms of her vocal performance mm. which is when she was like doing the least like my the reason that this is in last place for me is again not because it's bad i totally am with ellis um that if it came on, I wouldn't skip it, but I, I also wouldn't seek it out by any means. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I just don't think her vocals were very strong, at least in this recording. Um, and I thought it was uh, a very kind of simple, almost dull backing track. Um, I didn't, I don't know. I just found it kind of blah. Um, you know what this kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of like a better version of from 2019 yeah yeah and that is kind of like got the bigger eurovision evoke or verses and then kind of drops it down and has like big horns on the chorus i feel like it's like the blade runner version of chameleon yeah yeah Yeah, but um yeah i agree that the chorus i think is the strongest part for me just because she gets to show off her vocals a lot more and it's kind of like more like it's kind of like more like down and dirty which i like um in terms of results oh and this had the croatian there was a Croatian oh. version of the chorus in this, which I quite liked. Me too. I kind of wish that the whole thing was in Croatian. I think I'd like it more. Um, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I think then I wouldn't notice the perhaps weaker vocal performance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of how this one might fare, I have this one kind of just at like chiefly borderline right now. I could see it going either way. Um, if the songs that end up getting chosen in semi one end up not really being up to par with like the level we're at right now with these seven songs i think it could probably sneak in pretty easily but um we don't know that now so i'd say it's like a borderline qualifier or non-qualifier yeah i would mm-hmm. i would hope this qualifies i, I don't it's not going to win by any means but mm-hmm. i would like this as qualify he went forgetting about the qualification step um <laughs> yeah because we haven't I think had if to this yeah yeah uh, are we going to do that for this year probably, probably right well i mean we're kind of already doing it right now yeah. we're covering all the all these songs that are gonna not probably not all of them are gonna be at the final obviously <laughs> that is true it all is. right i think uh if this qualifies which i think it should it has the chance of sinking to the bottom it does not have the chance of yes. rising to the top i completely agree with that all right and i think with that we're ready to move on to our last song so uh next we are going to talk about the czech republic's song this is oh my god by benny christo oh my god it was internally selected on the 16th of February in 2021. I did a lot of dumb shit. 
this pretty low five well above with no sixth base so right i had it at six yeah um i had five yeah i said a cross between um doula peep and travis scott is doula peep doula lipa yes okay yeah um yeah so it's like kind of like weird like a weird combination of trap but also like doula lipa style like Neo Disco 2020, and I don't know how to feel to me, about this it. This feels almost like it was written for TikTok. Like it's not supposed yes. to yeah. get Eurovision fame. It's supposed to. Most of the writing for this sucks. Uh, like straight up. Yeah, no, it's. It is not. It, it is. It is not well written. It's not creative in any sense. But uh, it's either the chorus or the pre-chorus could totally fit into you know, a 20 second TikTok video with no problem. I wonder if that's like the um, new marketing campaign for like songs like this, their TikTok potential. I wonder, I I hope not. Cause we already have Spotify core and shortening songs down already. Yeah. Right? And now if you only need 20 seconds or 30 seconds of a song to be good for it to get really, really popular. But um, like, I can just picture like the, oh, like the oh my God part in the chorus, like, like them wanting that to be a TikTok song. Like it seems like a TikTok song. Yeah, very that, yeah. <laughs> I think that, so like you said, it's not the best written song. I think the production is fine. I think it sounds very full and complete and it has like a rich booming bass, but um, something doesn't something doesn't add up for me, you know? And I yeah. feel bad because I like Benny Cristo as an artist a lot and I liked his song last year, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's not great. It's like... It's an acceptable song, but it's just like lacking in just enough to the point where it's like, this doesn't need to really exist. Yeah. Like, I think this this is, of all the songs we've covered so far, this has the best chance of not qualifying. I would yeah. agree with that. Or, I mean, if Albania doesn't shape up, I think it's, it's on par between the two of these. But um, I'll actually, I will credit this song with thinking ahead. Uh, because hopefully by the time that Eurovision starts, you know, we'll be closer to the summer. Vaccines will be more widely available. This feels like it would be a great kind of looking back at Corona summer anthem. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it mentions all of these things about like, we're stuck inside, you know, why don't we go have fun? Um, something yeah, like that. But that's like the so whole thing. I, I think this is a song with lots of marketing potential and no song potential it's, um. <laughs> it's like if um france 2010 was actually just a song for the world cup do you remember that yes yeah yeah yeah. i do remember that but that song ended up being really good this seems like just a publicity song that is not very good yeah. and also it's in semi-final two which i predict will be kind of strong because like we said it has iceland it has uh switzerland it has bulgaria like 
countries that I think will really turn it out. And this is middle of the road bordering on kind of bad. And in a year like this with a field of songs already like this, I don't see anything like this being able to get through to the final, which is too bad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I think those were our thoughts about the seven songs that have been released as of the 19th of February. So uh, looking forward, we are going to be getting Spain, Finland, and Norway's songs tomorrow uh, on the 20th. Probably not tomorrow when you're listening to this. Actually, definitely not. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. Senate's song for San Marino will be released on the 23rd. El Diablo, uh, which is the song that is representing Cyprus this year, will be released the day later on the 24th. On the 25th, we will get Germany's song by Yendrik. And on the 27th of February, we will get Anna Soklic's song for Slovenia. Um, real quick, I want to touch on Norway a little bit. Um, so Norway is choosing their song tomorrow. Uh, this is the conclusion of like a month and a half long selection process. And uh, I feel like either Kaino or Tix will probably oh. win. Hold, I got to get this on record. <clears throat> Kano. What the fuck are you doing? You show up last year with a pretty good song, but then you're like, check this out. We got Yoiking, and I'm like, god damn, this is so cool. I love me some Yoiking. And then you come back this year, and you have the audacity to cut the Yoiking, the most interesting part of your goddamn music, and just submit another Eurovision pop song. What are you doing? And I feel like people, <laughs> and I think that like that was like, I mean, whether that is like a good thing or not, the Yoiking was why people voted for that song. They weren't voting for that song for that like those oh. terrible weak vocals from yeah, those other two. You, like you I don't vote for Spirit in the Sky because of discount Monzelmer though. You vote literally for it because Yoiking rap superstar. Yeah, and then he's in the background and the female lead singer is at the forefront and she's not bad, but this is just and I think that similarly to what happened in twenty I think eighteen, where uh Alexander Ryback had a terrible song in the Norwegian selection, but because he's Alexander Ryback, he won. I think something similar might happen with Kino because they won the televote. And I think that this is their attempt at like appealing to judges and juries, but I think that this has kind of detracted televotes from them. Anyway, um, I think that that song will probably win. I think Tix also might win because they're apparently very big in Norway. Um, I'm holding out hope for Emmy, though. I think people like her song a lot. That's my favorite one. Um, and that would be a fun surprise winner, but I don't know if I see it for her. Um, so yeah, that'll be tomorrow. There's going to be the first semifinal of Estilal. There's also going to be the third semifinal of Melody Festivalen tomorrow. When I say tomorrow, I mean the 20th of February. Um, and yeah, then after next week, it'll be March, which is kind of a free for all where we're probably going to get like 10 songs per week at a certain point because Hello. everyone waits to the last minute to release their songs. I don't really know why, but, um, yeah, that kind of just about does it for, this uh, episode of Eurovision Fast Forward. Looking forward to uh, ESC 2021. Yeah. Um, trying to think if I have anything else, and I don't really believe, aside from the fact that, uh, uh, nope. All right. So, um, Milan, any last thoughts? I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to this to this contest. I really am too, especially if like if these seven songs are any indication for like how the like how the rest of the songs will be. I think that there's gonna be a really yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I've been Jonathan. I've been Ellis. And I will continue to be Millen. hey yo. And we will see you next time, probably in about two weeks for our next episode of Eurovision Fast Forward. Oh, well, I'll have the 2007 mind out before that. I'm, or it might already be out at the I'm so sorry it's taken me <laughs> so long to edit that.
It is all right. If you liked what you heard today and you want to give us a follow on social media, you can do so on Instagram at Eurovision underscore Rewind. We are also technically on Twitter at Vocab Gumbo, um, though I have done a terrible job of moderating that particular forum. Uh, you can find links to all of those places on our website, which is vocabgumbo.com, as well as the archive of this podcast and our other podcast and anything else that we make at any point in the future. As well as there's also a link to our Patreon, which you can and should please donate to, um, because that will help cover the cost of the show, make sure that we can do more fun Eurovision stuff in the future, and all that good content content. Um, yeah, do that. Thank you for listening. <laughs>